You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 278, Rising Above Co-Parenting Adversity. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm continuing to answer questions submitted by you, my listeners, and email subscribers. If you haven't already, shoot me an email with your parenting questions or struggles. Your input not only gets you the support you need, but also helps others who might be going through similar situations. Before we dive in, I want to thank those of you who came to my workshop last week called How to Get Through the Holidays Without Yelling at Your Kids. I thought it went so well that I sent the replay to my entire email list, even if they didn't register. If you'd like to watch the replay and you're not on my email list, you can go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash replay to get access to it. I'll also put a link in today's show notes, which can be found at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 278. Okay, so here's a message I received from a longtime listener and dad. He writes, Hi, Pam. I am going through a divorce. The mother realized that she has not developed a connection with the kids and now keeps manipulating them in order to try to gain an upper hand. The most profound actions are buying things, sweets, McDonald's, etc., allowing them to do anything, not do chores, skip daily routines, telling me things like they are afraid of you in situations where kids are in the room and can hear that while there is no reason for them to be afraid and I do have a good and loving connection with them. The kids are now afraid of everything and everybody and are unsure about how to ask questions and handle problems. They keep saying, but I am afraid to the mother and she then yells at them. Why are you afraid? You can't be afraid of everything. The younger son exploits the opportunity to skip chores and routines when the mother is around, which then angers the older son as he feels disappointment and unfairness because he still does the chores and routines. Also, the younger keeps going shopping with the mother as he knows he will get some gifts every time. So he even creates reasons to go to the store like, I will not eat this. We need to go buy different bread. The older son used to skip that. But after a while and after several incidents when the younger got stuff and he got nothing and cried... Now he also goes with them. There is a lot more nasty stuff going on, but I'd say these are the most disturbing at the moment. Thanks for all your work. It has helped me immensely. Had it not been for the early podcasts of yours, I don't know if I would make it through the darkest days. So first, I'm sorry to hear that you're struggling right now. It's clear that you care deeply about your children's well-being and that you're committed to fostering a positive environment for them. I'm glad you reached out. And I appreciate your kind words about the podcast helping you through tough times. Your story resonates with me. I've spoken about my divorce and sprinkled in details about my relationship with my ex-husband on occasion. And I think the lessons I've learned might help you and others dealing with shared parenting responsibilities under any circumstances. It's not uncommon when co-parenting, especially during a divorce, to encounter feelings of frustration and powerlessness. But it's important to recognize the power you do have to shape your co-parenting dynamics positively and contribute to a more peaceful experience for you and your children. 
Separating the facts from your story is the first step. Your story is powerful, but the facts are few. The only things we know for sure are that you're going through a divorce, the mother buys your son's sweets and McDonald's, and she said, quote, they are afraid of you when your sons were in the room. Everything else is your story about what you make those facts mean, and you likely have piles of evidence in your head about why your story is true, but much of that is based on patterns of thinking you've established in the relationship and what you choose to focus on. When you believe something to be true, your brain will look for and find proof to support that belief and will even ignore evidence to the contrary. I want to encourage you to consider this. Blaming and vilifying your ex might feel justified, but it doesn't empower you. Taking back your power starts by recognizing that it's your thoughts about her being manipulative and nasty that are causing your anger. Believe me, I know how hard this can be to hear. My ex said things about me that were untrue, and I shared my victim story with everyone and anyone who would listen, but it only made me feel more powerless every time I told it. Things changed when I shifted my story and took responsibility for my emotions. The best thing you can do for yourself and your sons is to stop blaming and focusing on how their mother is or isn't showing up and start focusing on how you want to show up. Who do you want to be when she says they're afraid of you? Who do you want to be when you hear that they didn't do their chores or they ate McDonald's for dinner? Let go of the need for her to be different. Accept her for who she is and be the emotionally mature one in the relationship. These things were transformative for me after my divorce. Acceptance, responsibility, and rising above adversity. Keep in mind that she's going through a divorce too, and divorce is challenging for everyone involved. If she realized that she doesn't have a great connection with the boys, the actions that you interpret as manipulative might just be coming from her own fear and worry about their relationships. How can you find where you and she are behaving in similar ways? Your relationships are like mirrors reflecting back to you your own work to do. I recommend you listen to three of my earlier episodes in addition to this one, episodes 18, 27, and 31. They delve deeper into letting go of relationship manuals, breaking free from victimhood, and rewriting painful stories. I hope this episode answered your questions, dear listener. When you work on yourself in the ways that I've described, you'll free yourself from the chains of resentment and anger, paving the way for a more harmonious co-parenting journey. Remember, it's not about changing her. It's about transforming your own narrative and reclaiming your power. You've got this. And as an added bonus, my friend and colleague, Mickey Gardner, who was my guest on episode 206 called Co-Parenting with Confidence, is launching her first book today. It's called The People Pleaser's Guide to Co-Parenting Well. And you can get it today for just 99 cents on Amazon. So I'll put a link to that in today's show notes as well. That's it for today. Please share this episode with someone you think might need to hear it. And I'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. 
You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.